0: Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, November 29th. Um, So S&P futures are trading down about seven points. That's about 20 basis points. NASDAQ futures are down about 30 basis points. Europe opened in the red this morning, but it's since rallied back to about flat. Asia did suffer relatively large losses overnight, um, especially Hong Kong, which is down uh, 2%. Um, So the big macro topic, obviously, uh, was Trump signing this pro-democracy legislation out of Hong Kong. He signed it Wednesday night. Um, you know, so the headlines are spinning it as a large negative, although I would say the headlines Wednesday evening were more negative than they are Friday morning. Um, he really had no choice but to sign it. It was passed overwhelmingly in the Senate and the House. I think only one one member of the House voted against it. It was passed unanimously in the Senate. Um, so even if he were to veto it, the Congress had more than enough uh, support to override that veto. So, you know, he he did it about as discreetly as could possibly be done, uh, on an evening before a holiday, there was no press event, there was no accompanying tweets. Um, so, you know, in my mind, I think this was, um, obviously it's not the most helpful thing in terms of the ongoing trade talks, but I don't think it really means much at all. I think phase one negotiations are very much on track. Um, and, and there was an article in the journal today, essentially stating just that, that, um, you know, obviously China expressed its displeasure, um, but it's not going to take any major retaliatory measures. Um, there was an article about how it may uh, ban the the main drafters of this bill from traveling to mainland China. Um, in the grand scheme of things, that's very, very minor. Um, you know, So like I said, not, not the most help, helpful thing, but also not terribly unexpected. Um, Trump really had no choice but to sign it, and I think phase one is still very much on track. So um, that is the main major... Uh, macro development headline this morning. Um, North Korea fired some missiles off on Thursday. It seems to do this to to coincide with holidays where it can maximize its news exposure. Um, so it did it again. I don't think that really is a big deal, but we are getting up to um, you know China. I'm sorry, North Korea has stated that after this year, if the U.S. has not made any types of concessions or has eased any sanctions, that it will start to test. Um, longer range missiles so ICBMs and then perhaps also nuclear uh, weapons so it will be interesting to see kind of what happens on New Year's Day or or the, you know New Year's Eve New Year's Day where um, again there's there's another holiday in North Korea to maximize its exposure if it were to start resuming those types of tests um, you know that could precipitate a crisis on the peninsula but we'll kind of have to wait and see um, what takes place on that front um, so nothing really to do right now Um There was a pullout Wednesday evening in the UK, just pointing to Johnson's conservatives heading towards a very large majority. um, So very favorable for this upcoming election on December 12th. Um, You know, it increasingly looks like you probably will have um, the Brexit process be formalized by the current deadline of January 31st. Um, Again, though, once that takes place, the actual separation really won't occur until there is a trade agreement in place between the UK and the EU. And that could take much, much longer. So it's kind of Brexit in name only, but it does look like you're heading for um, that process occurring by the current deadline. So you won't have to have another delay in that. Um, There was a lot of economic data out of Europe and Asia this morning. I would say the majority of it skewed negative, but nothing that really, I think, is kind of terribly disruptive to near-term trading trends. There is nothing on the US calendar today as far as scheduled news. All the data was out on Wednesday. Um, Obviously, no one's reporting earnings today. So it's kind of just watching the tape for any unexpected trade headlines. Um, You know, I think in the current environment, the ideal scenario, if you're bullish right now, you're heading into a very, very seasonal, uh, favorable seasonal period of time. Um, And phase one anticipation, I think, is going to be a much more potent. Upside catalyst than the actual deal is when when you actually see it on the tape. So ideally, you kind of see this, um, th- you know, this scenario where both sides are making uh, vague but encouraging comments, and you don't necessarily see the details of what of what's going to be consummated until January. Um, you know, so we're coming up on this December fifteenth uh, deadline, um, after which the U.S. has said it would impose another tranche of tariffs. I'd imagine that. You're going to still have negotiations occurring up until that time, and the U.S. will just suspend that round of tariffs. I don't think you're going to see them put in place. So, um, you know, my view is still the same. I, I think you are going to get a phase one agreement. Um, domestic economic data has certainly been strong. Um, you saw that on Wednesday, um, but I think this is more than embedded in the market. I don't think you're seeing the trade landscape improve dramatically. It certainly is getting better, but it's it's far from perfect. Um, and you know, just. You know, as an aside, coming up on this Monday, December second, um, the u s uh, USTR is going to announce the results of its inquiry into French trade practices. So, remember, France announced this digital tax on u s. tech giants and retaliation, the u s. said it could impose tariffs on certain French imports. So um, just another example, how you know trade is going to be front and center so long as Trump is in the White House. And if you are a CEO or CFO trying to make decisions, um, you still are are grappling with a lot of uncertainty. So trade is getting better, but it's far from perfect. I just don't think you're going to see earnings or growth globally inflect higher to the extent um, bulls seem to be anticipating. But um, you know you have to respect the price action, which has been very strong, and you also have to acknowledge that this is kind of a favorable period of time. Um, and other than the the collapse in u s china negotiations, which I think is very unlikely, you don't really have any huge downside events. On the December calendar, um, in which case you know you it, that would suggest that the you know the current trend would would persist for the coming weeks, um, which is why again I think phase one anticipation, if you're bullish, is better than actual phase one deal. Um, <clears throat> so that is essentially it for today. Um, I published the Vital Dawn talking points on Wednesday, and I published the monthly recap for November on Tuesday. So I have links to both of those in um, this morning's Vital Dawn piece. Um, And like I said, nothing on today's calendar. Uh, Next week, though, is very busy. So again, all these sell side conferences, we have a lot of companies speaking um, both the week of the second and then the week of the ninth. Um, And then you have a lot of uh, the initial kind of preliminary November economic numbers that are going to hit next week, including all the manufacturing PMIs and then U.S. jobs on Friday. You have an OPEC meeting next week. You have a NATO summit next week. Um, and the impeachment process will continue next week where the House Judiciary Committee will hold its first hearings on Wednesday. Um, and I have detailed calendars in today's Vital Dawn. So that is it for today. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening.